Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. And we know that we've been talking with doulas since we started here on the Karen Hunter Show on this Wednesday, uh, Wellness Wednesday. Let me welcome the CEO and founder of Akiono, Akiono Birth Foundation. Let me welcome Ms. Jacqueline Clemens. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hello. Hey, thanks for coming in. Tanya Pinkins is here this Wellness Wednesday. You founded Akiono um, in March of 2021, which is a few months ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, so, uh, yeah. To, to talk talk about that and talk about what is Akiuno. I've, I haven't seen that word. What does it mean? How did we get here? Yeah. So um, I have been in birth work for almost 20 years as a birth and postpartum doula. Um, in that work, I've come across very consistent feedback, especially from my postpartum families. Um, in areas of support. And so in probably January, I had um, a dream and I awoke from the dream and it was literally a vision of this foundation where I would be serving postpartum families on a larger scale than I ever could as an individual. And that was the birthing of Akionu Birth Foundation. And so the root word of Akionu is Akium, and that means wise, intelligent, and thoughtful. And so through the foundation, we are supporting postpartum families, low income, Black and Indigenous families of color with six weeks of chef prepared meals delivered to their home as well as group process therapy support. And so the feedback that I was getting, regardless of income, status, anything, is there was space between needing meals, needing nourishment, needing to debrief, needing that mental health, that perinatal mental health support, and no one was getting it. And so in that dream, it was like, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to do it. Um, and through the vehicle of the nonprofit foundation, you'll be able to actually serve more people than clients that, you know, you only have with so much bandwidth as an individual. And so that is literally um, how Akiona Birth Foundation came to be. Um, hit the ground running, got my business coach on board. Like, listen, this has to happen. I know what's needed. Let's get it popping. How do I get started? And um, surrounded by some phenomenal people that allowed me to get that on board. But it's through my work as a birth worker um, and my for-profit business is De La Luz Wellness. But I'm constantly in the trenches with families. I know their concerns. I know their pain points. And so this just made sense um, as an extension of the work I already do. Um, we we talk we, again. We've had a lot a lot of doulas on the show, um, and Tanya has shared that uh, you've given birth to four children without going to the hospital. At, you've done this four times. Is Tanya still there? I think she's frozen. Let it go. Yeah, she's frozen. Okay. Yeah, she's smiling though, so that's good to be frozen. <laughs> smile on your face. I love it. Uh, but you know, we don't often talk about postpartum. You know, like after birth is when I think a lot of mothers need the most support. When the child is like crying up hours, you might be depressed. Your body is split open. You're, you're healing. You're tired. You, you know, you maybe your mama's there for it, maybe your auntie, maybe somebody's there to help. But it's when they're gone. Now you're stuck, you know, with all of these feelings. You're supposed to suck it up and just take care of the child. Right. Be a good mommy. Absolutely. And I think um, as we should, there's a lot of focus on pregnancy. But even when you're looking at some of those statistics and how Black women are choosing to birth outside of the hospital, one of those benefits is your recovery time. 
right? When you're not pumped up with saline and you haven't been cut open via a C-section or you don't have all these meds in your system, your body heals quickly and more like as it should in your home space. And so postpartum is not like, it's not done. Once you give birth, it's not over. It's actually when the work actually begins. And so when your hormones are resetting themselves, you need the nutrition, you need to eat well, but you're exhausted because maybe you've been breastfeeding or up with a crying baby all night. This is the time period where people actually need their village to surround them. So it's not a, a you know, only here, only during pregnancy or postpartum. It needs to be wrapped around during the entire experience. And I often share with people like even preconception before you get pregnant, the state of your body, how much nutrients you have in your body, that really affects how you how you progress in your pregnancy. And it really affects how you bounce back nutritionally and the, the nutrients you have in your body postpartum. It's not disconnected. If you start off with a deficiency mm. and you start off food insecure, that process is not gonna get better as you mm. go through your pregnancy and postpartum season. Uh, before before Tanya, you dipped out, I was, I was saying you, um, you have four children that you gave birth to at home. And, um, but what kind of support did you have after that? You have to unmute. Um, you know, so I was giving birth, my my oldest is 35 and there was no such thing as a doula, but I had a bunch of friends who were masseuses. And so throughout my pregnancy and throughout my labor and after I had a massage therapist who was being with me and touching pain points. And, and that woman went on to become uh, what is now known as a doula. But um, I'd had one hospital experience when I was 19 and it was so terrifying that I said, I don't even want to die in a hospital and decided to birth all my children at home, which, you know, 35 years ago, that was thought of as crazy, even though like 50 of the 50, I don't know how many we have 46 presidents, 46 presidents, like 40 of them were born at home. But you know, now that's not good enough for people. <laughs> so I totally support what you're doing. It's extraordinary. Now, now postpartum define that because I'm sure it shows up differently for different people. And I don't know, Tanya, if you want to share, if you had it for any of your four children, but what, what does it typically look like? And the support family members around someone who just gave birth, you know, if they, if everyone doesn't have access to Jacqueline Clemens, what can they do to help the people in the lot in their lives? So postpartum is a season. And in our conversations, we typically associate the word postpartum automatically with postpartum depression, but postpartum is a season. Every person that gives birth, no matter how early or how late, or if you took the baby to term, you're going to experience postpartum. It's the season where your body is resetting, your hormones are getting themselves back together. We all experience postpartum. Now, whether or not we all experience postpartum depression is another story. And so what my foundation is doing is an extension of community. Tanya, I didn't get started as a trained doula that knew that being a doula was a thing. I attended the birth of a friend who got pregnant right out of high school. Family was very overbearing and negative, and I saw the effects on my friend and was like, no, I need to be there for my friend. I was there with her all the way through in the hospital, 
hopped up on Percocet, was holding the baby for her so that she could breastfeed. It's something that sparked in me out of my love for someone who was in my community. It wasn't because I went to a training. It wasn't because like it's hip and new like it is right now. It's something that that ignited in me about who I needed to be in community. So I would have been one of Tanya's friends saying, uh-uh, we got to make sure my, my girlfriend is good and that she's got everything that she needs. And so likewise, if you don't have access um, to postpartum support in the way that we're providing, I tell people show up. Today, it might look like a Grubhub certificate. Um, I love mealtrain.com, which is used for people post-surgery. Um, Go ahead and get All right. Tanya, get that together. All right. Mute her till she does. Go ahead, Jacqueline. Sorry. Yeah. And just make sure that you are at least giving. Like your cousin may live across the country, but if you send her um, any sort of Grubhub gift card and you are donating to her meal chain, she will then have what she needs postpartum. If you are in the space with someone, let's cut out this notion of, oh, you all right? I saw you go to the bathroom. You should be, you're good now. Let's get back to it. And expecting folks to just hop right back into all of their general responsibilities. And so um, along my journey, I've learned that in many indigenous practices, it's 40 days. There's 40 days where someone who just gave birth should not be doing anything at all but resting, feeding their baby, nourishing their body, staying warm and healing. From Mexico to Africa to some of these Pacific Islander traditions across the world, indigenous folks, you stay home for 40 days at minimum. And so really changing this narrative of bouncing back and getting right back to it is a part of how we can shift how folks are experiencing their postpartum season. Now, if you're having somebody look at you like you didn't just birth a whole human being and they want you to get back to work and do this and do that, wouldn't you feel a little depressed and out of sorts? Well, let me speak a little bit to that because, you know, I, I straddle worlds of, you know, I'm a working woman and, and I'm also into all these sort of alternative things. So after I gave birth to my first child at home, I was working in a studio like 10 hours later. Shouldn't have been, but I did. I got up and went to work. Um, by the time I got to my fourth baby, um, I had been told that I had a hemorrhage with my third. Mm. And I had an extraordinary midwife for the fourth um, baby, when I, which I delivered in Mexico. And she was like, what are we going to do if you hemorrhage? I'm like, oh, I don't even believe those people. I don't think I hemorrhaged, blah, 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 blah. So um, she said, so if you start hemorrhaging, are we going to stop this? And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Mexico, I was there. I had a bunch of women from all over the world with me. And she says I was hemorrhaging. And when I look at the photographs, I was hemorrhaging. And because she's a powerful spiritual warrior, she said, Tanya, take care of you and your baby. And, and so, cause I was running the house. <laughs> and when we had our debrief afterwards, she said, as, whenever you started running the house, your blood, you, your life force was leaving. And when you could put your attention back on you and your baby, then your body was able to heal and you could, you, you stopped that hemorrhaging. So it's, it's really a critical thing because when you give birth, all the forces of the universe are flowing through you and it is an opportunity to transform your life. And we get deprived of that by hospitals and interventions and, 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 and hospitals are about fear and making you nervous and making you scared. And it's like, 
my midwife would say, when you scare a mother, you scare a baby. So you stress the mom, you're going to stress the baby. And so what you're doing is like God's work. It's really really powerful. So how do we connect? Because (laughs) March, you started in March. Yes. How do people, you're in only in Maryland? Is this virtual now? Because we're in this COVID space. How does this work? So I originally, I'm here with family, came here right before COVID hit to help take care of family. And um, the foundation is actually launching in the Denver metro area. And so here's the deal. Right now we're in Denver, but this is expanding in the next two years to be a national program. And so what we are looking for is local partners with chefs And we are currently working with a therapist of color collaborative to provide um, group process therapy by folks that look like us (laughs) in that in that season Um, groups for um, dads and partners and groups for moms and birthing folks. And so right now we're just in Denver, but this is going to be available nationally to folks in all 50 states within the next couple of years, but until we get to that point. Again, back to surrounding yourself with community. Log on to, to BetterHelp. Log on to whatever it is you need to log on to to make sure that your mind is taken care of. Make sure that you're creating boundaries. You know, it's so hard. Um, as women, we're so conditioned in this society to like take on all the weight, never ask we're not really encouraged to create those boundaries. So to Tanya's point, she was in it. She was ready to get back in. I'm responsible for my home. And I love to tell people, you can manage your home without actually doing the work yourself. And so we have to really work on getting into more delegation when it comes to taking care of ourselves and still handling our business so that we can be healthy. Tanya would have been no good to bleed out and not then be there for the family that she felt so compelled to make sure she was doing all this work for. And we really have to shift our mindset around what it really looks like to show up. Do I wanna be here to meet my grandchildren? Then I need to take care of myself now. Do I wanna be here to raise this baby? Then I need to sit myself down right now and heal properly so that I can show up in life for my family. And so my encouragement would be again, the meal train, reach out to community and have folks, um, you know, donate to your meal chain and then, take your mental health into your own hands, sign up for, you know, a talk space or a better help and actually join, you know, new mommy groups, places where people understand what it is that you're experiencing. Um, the other unique thing about Akionu Birth Foundation is that we're providing services to the whole family. If whoever gives birth, if they have a partner or a husband, they're getting meals as well. Because the last thing we want is for someone like Tanya to say, oh, but I got to cook. Can nobody, you know, they're not going to eat unless I'm cooking or unless I'm doing the things. And so we really want to provide six weeks of meals for those families so that everyone's needs are met. That mom birthing person gets a chance to heal properly without that obligation of showing up as well as those mental health and perinatal mental health needs being met. And I want to suggest to you, there's an um, organization in Kansas City you might partner with called Usavi Village, um, Black woman, and she's training Black birth women to be midwives and doulas. And that's a state where, you know, people don't even realize there are five states in the USA where it is illegal to give birth at home. 
the, the American Medical Association is so in there that it's, it is illegal, but people still do it and people practice underground. And you were talking about advocating on behalf of your friend because she didn't have support. Um, you know, when people are talking about natural childbirth, the book that I learned from was called The Bradley Method. And when a mother is giving birth, she needs all of her energy focused on that. So having that advocate, somebody to say, no, don't ask her questions now. Don't touch her now. Don't need <laughs> <laughs> that person to run interference because you can't do it. You're trying to birth yeah. a whole human being. Yes. So the Bradley Method book is a great book for training people to be advocates for a woman in all of those processes, birth, after, labor, et cetera. And that's part of the most devastating part of hospital birth, if you want to be real about it. To Tanya's point, when you are supposed to be so focused in on bringing this new life, there's always this point in transition where I say, you know, a mother goes and basically grabs the spirit of the child and brings it, getting ready to birth. And it's right before the baby is crowning. It's a super intense moment. How on earth can you be present when you have nurses popping in your door every hour, every other hour, pulling on your arm, asking you questions, this and that? You never get a chance to be 100% present in this beautiful, amazing rites of passage. And that's one of the more devastating pieces. And so when you're talking about disconnect between parents and babies, you're just like, I, I, I didn't really feel connected. And you're talking about breastfeeding, low rates of breastfeeding, all of it is because they're all connected to the fact that you never got a chance to just be present in your body in this moment. And you were supposed to be. And it affects so many other things along the spectrum of postpartum, breastfeeding, parenting, child rearing, healthy attachment. All these things are affected by what a mother's experiencing during pregnancy, birth, and then her immediate postpartum season. Akiono, Akiono. Uh, which is O-K-I-O-N-U, and is a Nancy U, Birth Foundation, O-K-I-O-N-U, birthfoundation.org. Uh, <laughs> if you are a chef, right now it's in Denver. Uh, hopefully we're going to go national. When you do go national, I want you to come back so we can celebrate that uh, over the next two years. But if you are somebody that can support this, this wonderful, very, very important uh, movement, that Jacqueline Clemens is, uh, was given in a dream, uh, definitely <laughs> go on akiunobirthfoundation.org. And let me just say thank you uh, for the work that you're doing. And, thank uh, you. Thank you for coming through today. Thank you All so right. much for having me. Yes, Jacqueline Clemens. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.